Say, are you excited to be in the house of the Lord today? Uh, come on, somebody. You, are, you, are, you seem like you are not excited. Are you excited to be in the house of the Lord today? Hallelujah. Amen. What is the thing for this year? Raised for such a time as this. I don't know about you, but I've come into the kingdom for such a time as this. This is my appointed time. This is the right season for me to be alive on the face of the earth. Amen. Uh, you have come into the kingdom of God for such a time as this. May your steps be ordered of the Lord in 2018. May he direct your path in 2018. It is not by accident that you are here where you are. It is God's doing. It is God orchestrating your steps. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's turn to our, our Bibles. Uh, to the book of Esther, chapter 2. Amen. I'm going to be dwelling on the book of Esther for some time because that's where our main theme for this year is going to come from. Amen. Uh, the book of Esther, when you are uh, re reading the Bible, uh, it is one of those books that fall under the uh, narrative co uh, compartment of the Bible. Or its genre is that of a narrative and uh, nature. Amen. It is a book... Uh, that gives a story. Amen. Uh, it's unlike any other book in that uh, when you are reading the Bible, most books you find that they talk about God. Or they mention God or the name God in them. Amen. But uh, it is strange that for a book that's in the Bible, it does not mention the name God. Have you ever read that book before? Amen. When you are reading the book of Esther, it is Unique in its own way in that there is no way in that book where it mentioned that God did this. There is no way where it's mentioned that God uh, uh, intervened in such a way. But it's a narrative. It's a story about the life of a lady or of a young woman that is called Esther. Uh, we are told of her story. And nowhere in that story are we told that God came forth and did this for Esther. Wow, what a book. But yet we find it in the Bible. Amen. Amen. And I said, uh, when we're talking about the Old Testament, the Old Testament is Jesus hidden. But the New Testament is Christ revealed. Amen. Amen. So when you are reading the Old Testament, you have got to try and find where Christ is. Hallelujah. You have got to come to a place where you identify the son of the living God, where he is written, where he is hidden. When you read the Old Testament and you do not find Christ, you have not yet read the Old Testament. So we are presented with a book, the book of a young lady that is called Esther. And we are here, we are saying, what has this got to do with Jesus? Where is Jesus in this book? Where is God in this book? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, in our lives, there are so many times that we come across situations or happenings in our lives. And we can miss where God is. Hallelujah. If we do not search for God, we will miss where God is hidden in our lives. In the, in the story of this young lady, uh, we are told that the book uh, starts that there was a, king, a queen that was called Vashti, who was called by King Ahasuerus to come and present herself and show how beautiful she was. But this woman says, we are not coming there. I am not coming there. Hallelujah. As 2018 is starting, God is looking for
said, a royal priesthood, I've created you for my delight. So when God created mankind, he created mankind with one purpose, to please God, to honor God. When he put him in the garden, the word of the Lord says, when he had created man, he said, this is good. Hallelujah. Or can you say, I am good? When he created you, he made you beautiful. The word of the Lord says, you are beautiful, you are fearfully, and you are wonderfully made. It means you were made in a way that is unique. Can you say, I am unique? Hallelujah. That's why there is no one else in this world that has the same fingerprint as you have. Because God created you to be unique. Vashti was created to be unique. She was given certain attributes of beauty that made her unique. That at the pleasure of the king, the king said, Vashti, come and present yourself. Come and, and let's, 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 let's behold your beauty. But Vashti said, I am not coming. When the opportune time that she had been raised for had come, she neglected her duty. I've come to talk to Rice Fellowship today that each and every one of us, there is a reason why God has created us. The topic of my message today is when the ordinary is not enough. 2018, God is saying the ordinary is not enough. The ordinary is not enough. Let's talk about the ordinary for a moment. I woke up today. Uh, I took a shower before coming to the house of the Lord. Uh, I made sure our kids had eaten breakfast before we went to the car and we drove and we came to the house of the Lord. This is what we do every Sunday. We wake up we make sure we dress up, we put on our church clothes, I put on a tie, and I come to the house of the Lord. Amen. I'm, mo I'm moving in something that seems as ordinary. It's something that I do on it every Sunday. Uh, during the week, I wake up every morning, right? I, I, I put on my, my work clothes, I don't put on a tie like I do when I'm coming to church on Sunday. Uh, I probably put on my jeans, uh, shirt, and I put on... Uh, my jacket and I'm going to work. I do this every day. Routine, right? It's the ordinary, right? Where is God in that? Right? Where is God in that? That's what I've come to talk about today. That when the ordinary is not enough. Amen. So today I woke up, I put on my church clothes. Amen. Who has church clothes in this place? Amen. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands if you have church clothes. That you say, these are my church clothes. Hallelujah. Amen. And when we come to the house of the Lord too, we also have a particular language that we use. There's a particular jargon that we know is acceptable in church. Hallelujah. When I come into the house of the Lord, amen, sister, amen, brother. How are you doing? Uh, which side of the bed did you wake up on today? Blessings. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. Hallelujah. That's the church lingual. Amen. But this year, God is demanding more than the normal. Hallelujah. God is requiring more than the ordinary. Hallelujah. It's ordinary. Hallelujah. I can have a particular language that I can speak. When I go into my workplace, I know the language they're expecting me to speak. Hallelujah. I know when I, when I get there, they're expecting me to speak professionally. 
I know they, talk, they expected me to talk about business. Hallelujah. Amen. Talk about the reports that I'll be making and everything that I'll be doing. Hallelujah. Amen. So when I get there, I put on a new, uh, a, a new garment. Hallelujah. Amen. And I present myself as a professional. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. But this year, God is not looking for, pro pro for professional church goers. Because you can be a professional church goer. You know what is expected of you Sunday in, Sunday out. You know the language you are supposed to speak when you get to church. Hallelujah. Uh, you, you know that you are not supposed to curse when you get to church. Hallelujah. Therefore you refine your language. Hallelujah. Amen. You filter the things that you have got to say when you are at church. Because you know what church is all about. But this year, the Lord is requiring for much more than the normal, for much more than the ordinary, for much more than business as usual. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've been raised in the kingdom for such a time as this. Hallelujah. So when we are reading, uh, we're talking about the story of a lady called Esther. Now, when uh, Vashta had refused to go before the king, the king said, Let's find another that will replace Vashti with. And they went into the land and they began to look for, a, for all the beautiful, they brought all the beautiful girls and they brought him into the, into the palace and they said for a particular time, we are going to allow this, this, this young women to be groomed. Hallelujah. To be prepared. There is a particular language that is suitable for the palace. In the palace, you don't carry yourself, however. If you are going to be the queen of a nation, you don't carry yourself, however. There's a particular etiquette that is required in the palace. Hallelujah. There's a way that you are supposed to hold a fork when you are in the palace. You don't just hold it, however. Sometimes when I go to the restaurant, they, they usually bring out those two forks and a knife. Right? And... Uh, Depending on what you are supposed to be eating, uh, the one for salads, I, I believe, is different than the one that you use to eat the regular meal, right? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, there's a bigger one and there's a smaller one. Hallelujah. The bigger one for salads. Hallelujah. So when you are about to be promoted, So, when you are a, a queen, there is a particular way, a certain elegance that's expected of you. And that elegance is taught. So, when Esther is brought into the kingdom, she is not just left to do her own things in the palace. The word of the Lord says, hallelujah. Let's read our Bibles to the uh, book of Esther. Chapter 2. So it was when the king's command and decree was heard, and when, and when many young women were gathered in Shashan, the citadel under the custody of Hegai. Hegai was a eunuch that Esther also was taken to the king's palace into the care of Hegai, the custodian of the women. Now the young woman pleased him, and she obtained his favor. So he readily gave beauty preparations to her besides her allowance. So there was a particular 
uh, there were particular allowances that were given, uh, that were given to each one. But her guy, the word of the Lord says, when Esther came, she obtained the favor of her guy, that she was given much more than what was ordinary. Hallelujah. She was given what was more than normal. Hallelujah. I've come to declare to you that 2018, God is saying, I'm releasing in your life what is more than ordinary. God is releasing in your life what is no more than the normal. Because you have come into the kingdom for such a time as this. You have come into the kingdom at an appointed time. There is a purpose that God has for you. There is a reason why somebody did not make it into 2018 and you made it into 2018. And the Lord is saying, for that reason, I'm making a provision for you. Hallelujah. I'm making a way for you where there seems to be no way. Somebody's thinking, that job that I have, it's ordinary that I have it. But I've come to tell you that when God wants to do something in his house, he will promote you. When God wants to build his house, what he will do is that you allow finances to flow through your hands because he has a purpose for your life. He has called you to do more than the ordinary. When 2018 is coming in, God is saying, I'm giving you a portion that is beyond the ordinary. What am I saying? I'm saying in 2018, get ready to be blessed. Get ready to be promoted. Get ready to be elevated. Because for what God wants to do, he's not going to bring somebody from the nebula. He's going to use you and I to do his work. Hallelujah. Esther was called from maidens in the same country, in the same land, and she was brought to the palace for such a time as this. And their Russians, their provisions were beyond what everyone else was being given. The word of the Lord says she obtained favor in the eyes of her guy. I want to tell to someone this morning that 2018 is a year of favor. In someone's eyes, you are going to find favor. When you go for that job interview, there is a hard guy that is waiting for you to come to that job interview. When they see you walking through the door, they are going to give you tips. Instead of interviewing you, they are going to start orienting you on the position that you are about to take because you have been brought into the kingdom for such a time as this. I'm talking to somebody that needs to put their resume in. Do not be afraid. Esther, the word of the Lord says, she did not disclose her identity. It was not about where she came from. There was a new identity that she was getting, an identity of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So Esther went in there. Her guy began to give her rations. He began to favor her. So what would happen in preparation? You see, there is sometimes when you, uh, this happens mostly in Africa, when you get into a car or into a, into a bus with somebody, there are times that uh, you, 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 you want to faint because the, the smell that's coming from them is not pleasant, right? Yes, 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 you know what I'm talking about. Uh, so what it would take for somebody to be a queen? Remember, Esther is coming from the very bottom. Uh, she, has, she, had, she had been raised an orphan. She did not have the provisions that were required for her to be a queen. But when she comes into the palace, she is be they begin to teach her how a queen walks. There is a particular way that royalty carries itself. You don't just carry yourself anyhow. 
I've come to tell you every Sunday in when you are coming to the house of the Lord. I am standing in the place of Haggai and I'm giving you instructions on how you ought to walk in 2017. The Lord is saying, put off the filthy garments and put on righteousness. In 2018, the Lord is saying, I want to be pleased by you. When you walk before me, I want to look at you and I want to praise you. Hallelujah. I want to see who you are for who you are. I want to see your beauty. Hallelujah. So the queen had to be prepared. She was given incenses. She would be soaked in, in, in water, in spices, so that she would begin to smell like royalty. We have the word of God. Hallelujah. In 2018, the Lord says, your speech has got to change. You have got to begin to meditate upon the word of the Lord so that all will go well with you. Hallelujah. What is that? Is it, what is it that's coming from your mouth? Is it the prophecies of the word of the, of the Lord? Is it the declaration of the word of the Lord? Esther immersed herself in instances that Haggai was giving. Hallelujah. Don't take it lightly. It might seem like it's an ordinary thing to come to church Sunday in, Sunday out. But it's not ordinary. I have some rations that the Lord has given me for 2018. The sister that's sitting beside you, she has some rations that God has given you to propel you to the next level. She has a word of encouragement for you. Somebody that's sitting next to you, they have been placed there, not by coincidence, but to favor you, but to give you a call during the week and say, sister, which scripture are you reading this week? Hallelujah. Where are you meditating this week? What has the Lord been saying to you? Hallelujah. If you don't have yet somebody like that in your life that calls you and says, what has the Lord been saying? My, my, my. My God. Do you have somebody in your life that gives you a call and says, sister, what has the Lord been saying? Brother, <laughs> which book are you reading this month? My, my, my. Hallelujah. We are coming to the kingdom for such a time as this. Hallelujah. Do you have somebody in your life that you ring on a daily basis? Maybe once a week. To ask them how they are doing. Hallelujah. How are you doing? I didn't see you at church on Sunday. Just wanted to check up on you to see how you're doing. Because uh, there is something that you are created for. That's beyond where you are coming from. There is a certain way that you've got to smell when you present yourself before the king. There's a certain way that you've got to walk. There's a step that you've got to pick when you're approaching the king of kings. Do you have that step yet? Ah, do I, am I talking to somebody today? The word of the Lord says, my, my, my. And the Lord said to Abel, where is your brother? Ebo said, am I my brother's keeper? I've come to talk to somebody in 2018. God is saying, will you be your brother's keeper? Will you give somebody rations that will make them able to stand before a king? Will you give somebody a, a level of accountability where they have got to be accountable? You know, when I was growing up, I, I used to know that if I don't go to church before uh, an hour is over, after the church is finished, I'm going to get that call. And I'm going to hear, Brother Malvin, we did not see you in church today. Where were you? Where are you? What stopped you from coming to the house of the Lord today? You have been raised into the kingdom for such a time as this. 
Hallelujah. Where church is about you being there for somebody. Where church is about you propelling someone to their place of destiny. The word of the Lord says Haggai was a eunuch. It means he was dead to the pleasure of the desire of the woman. There was no interest in him, in it for him. There was no profit in it for him. Hallelujah. He was just doing the will of the king. The word of the Lord says the king entrusted Haggai with the, with the women. Hallelujah. Can God trust you with a soul in 2018? Can God trust you with someone else's life in 2018? Hallelujah. It's not just the pastor. No, no, no. It's about us. That's what it means when the word of the Lord says, you have come into the kingdom of God for such a time as this. When church is not just about the pastor, it's about you being the church. The church is not the building. It's not these four walls of the building. This is just a building. When we are talking about Rice Fellowship, it's not Pastor Vito and his wife. It's you and I. Hallelujah. And God is saying in 2018, will you be a Haggai? Will you be a Haggai in 2018? Will you help somebody reach the fullness of their potential? Will you help somebody to get a job? Will you help somebody? Will you train somebody on how to take an interview? Will you help somebody to make a resume in 2018? Will you train somebody, hallelujah, to be better at serving, at investing money? That's what 2018 is about. Hallelujah. Amen. It's about not business as usual, but it's about us making a difference. I want to make a difference. This ministry is about making a difference. Hallelujah. I don't want to come here and just say another sermon. I want to change somebody's life. That's my desire. I want to propel you to your destiny. I want to push you to become who God is destined for you to be. Haggai had no other purpose, no other mission, but to prepare Esther to stand before the king. I don't have any other purpose.
going to do. Hallelujah. We are going to call a fast. We are going to pray and we are fasting. Let these 10 days of fasting that we have started this year, let them not just be business as usual. Let them not just be a tradition. Let it not just be something we do because it's the status quo. In 27, 2018, the Lord is saying, will you bring me a sincere heart? Will you give me a heart that means what it means? Hallelujah. Will you not just give me lip service? I need sincerity of heart. The word of the Lord says, as, as David was talking to the Lord, David was in the Old Testament, but he lived under a New Testament here. Because he says to the Lord, sacrifices and burnt offerings you have not delighted in. But what you have required is a sincere, a broken and contrite heart. It's an issue of the heart. Your heart, what is exuding from the heart? The word of the Lord says, the heart of a man is deceitful above all things. Who may know it? Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says, guard your heart, for from it flows the issues of life. Hallelujah. Am I talking to an Esther this morning that said, Lord, my heart belongs to you. When I stand before you, I want to obtain favor. I want to obtain favor with you. It's not business as usual. 2018, the Lord is saying, I've raised you and I've brought you into the kingdom for such a time as this. When the world is perishing, when the world is, is, is going into moral decay, the Lord is saying, will I find men and women that will stand up for righteousness, that will stand prepared to stand before me. Because when I come, I come with a reward in my hand. I've come to tell somebody today that there is a reward for this journey we are on. It does not just end here. To each and every one of us, the Lord is going to give a reward. I am fighting for my reward. Paul says, there's one thing that I do, forgetting the former things. I press on towards the marker of the high calling. I'm saying to Rice Fellowship, God is calling us to be extraordinary. God is not calling us to be just another church. God is saying I need men and women in this generation that are going to make a difference. Do I have a difference maker in this place? God has not put you in that workplace to fit in. To fit in with the crowd. God has put you there to stand out. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says and Esther stood out. Esther stood out. She did not blend in. Hallelujah. She stood out. The church of God was not created to fit in. We are not created to fit in. We are created to stand in, to stand out, to make a difference. I will be my brother's keeper in 2018. Ah, rather you be made mad at me that I called you 10 times on a day than for me not to be a brother's keeper. Hallelujah. Rather be that you are annoyed with me. Hallelujah. That you say, yeah, this pastor doesn't give up. But I will call you until I find you. Hallelujah. I will send for you. If I don't see you in church, expect my call. Hallelujah. Because I'm in business. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because I need you to stand before the king and say, king, here I am. And when the king sees you coming, the king will say, approach. I can smell the fragrance of sweetness from a distance. You smell good. I need you to come closer to me. I can see you and your step from a, from a distance is tantalizing. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. We are called to be a brother's keeper in 2018. We are called to provide the rations to somebody. Our guy presented Esther, prepared and began to give Esther some tips. This is how a queen carries herself when she's before a king. This is how a queen speaks when she is before a king. Ah, she just doesn't speak however. Ah, she listens. She sits there and she is patient. When she is addressing the royal subject, this is how a queen speaks, hallelujah, with authority, with eloquence, hallelujah, Amen. hallelujah. Amen. Am I talking to somebody today? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I always give this testimony. A couple of years ago when I was in Bible school, uh, we would have this uh, opening day worship that we'd have. And they would invite all the students to just come and be part of uh, what's happening. And from that visit, they will make their decision whether they want to be in Bible school or not. As I was there, just after worship was over, somebody came to me and said to me, from the way you worship today, I made a decision that I want to be in this place. The way I worship God. I wasn't doing it for them, but as I was worshiping God, my worship ministered to where they made the decision that they want to be in Bible school. I don't know where they are today. Probably they are a pastor. But it emanated from a sincere heart of worship. What am I saying today? I'm saying in 2018, let church not be about somebody else. You are the church. Bring the church to this building. This building is not the church. Bring encouragement to this building. Bring a word of encouragement, of admonition to this building. The word of the Lord says, this is how we ought to encourage one with words of encouragement, with psalms, with singing. When you come to the house of the Lord, be that person that says, I saw your face today. You don't sin yourself. Can I just pray for you? Uh, prayers don't just emanate from this pulpit. God is saying in 2018, your hands will be laid on the sick and you will heal the sick. In 2018, you will do exploits. He's calling you to do the supernatural, to do the extraordinary. When you walk into that workplace, God is not calling you to fit in, but he's calling you to stand out, to be an ambassador of the kingdom. The word of the Lord says the harvest is ready, but the laborers are few. Why are there laborers a few? Because there is somebody that's passing the back to somebody. That's passing the responsibility to somebody. How guy said, this is my responsibility. I just need one person that I can present to the king. And the king will say, this is the one. Amen. You see, Vashti is a representation of Israel. That Israel had been given the favor of God. And the word of the Lord says, all of us were outside. We were outcasts. We were outcasts. We were not within, included. Hallelujah. But the word of the Lord says, but now we have been crafted in. We have come into the kingdom of God for such a time as this. Hallelujah. We, will be like, we won't be like Vashti when the king says, I need a vessel. In 2018, the Lord is saying, I need somebody that I can speak through. I need somebody that will be my mouthpiece. Hallelujah. I need a Jesus with skin on. Hallelujah. Will you be the Jesus with skin on to somebody? Will you be the Jesus that appears to somebody and say, the Lord loves you, my sister. Ah, come let me share the good news. Hallelujah. What I discovered in God. 
That's what 2018 is about. Hallelujah. Let's stand up to our feet as we close. Hallelujah. My God, we thank you. We thank you for you are a great God. We thank you because you are a good God. Lord, this year for me is not another year. It's a different year. Lord, I thank you for what you have prepared for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to what the word of the Lord says from the book of Esther. Each young woman's turn came to go into King Ahasuerus after she had after she had completed 12 months preparation. Did you hear how many months it took to prepare? 12 months preparation. The word of the Lord says she had completed 12 months preparation according to the regulations for the women. For thus were the days of their preparation apportioned six months with oil. Hallelujah. Of man. Whenever you hear oil being mentioned in the Bible, oil stands for the anointing. Hallelujah. God is saying in 2018, this supernatural oil. Hallelujah. That's coming on your life to prepare you for the task that's in hand. There is oil that's coming on your life. When you walk in that interview, there is oil on your life that distinguishes you, that separates you from everybody else. Hallelujah. There is oil on my life. I'm an oil carrier. Hallelujah. Do you have oil in your life? In 2018, the Lord is saying, you have been prepared by oil. We said last year, it was a year of breaking forth by the anointing. Hallelujah. This year, oil prepares us for our destiny, for the task at hand, to be ambassadors for the kingdom of God. I have oil on me. Hallelujah. Uh, come on, somebody. Begin to claim the oil on your life. Begin to pray the anointing to make a difference on your life. Say, Lord, anoint me.
Can we just pray those two things? We want to pray for all you and we want to pray for our lives to be worshipped. Lord, let my wife, my life be worshipped. Let my children be worshipped. Me and my house, we will serve you in 2018. Me and the children that the Lord has given me, we will praise the Lord. We will honor the name of the Lord. Worship is our way of life. Oh Lord, you will get worship from us. You will be praised. You will be honored from our lives. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then the word of the Lord says, Thus prepared each young woman went to the king. And she was given whatever she desired to take with her. Hallelujah. Listen. She was given whatever she desired to take with her from the women's quarters to the king's palace. In the evening she went and in the morning she returned to the second house of the women to the custody of Shashkas, the king's eunuch, who kept the concubines. She would not go into the king again unless the king delighted in her and called her by name. Now when the turn for Esther came, she, uh, the daughter of Abihel, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her as his daughter to go into the king, she requested nothing. Listen, but what Haggai, the king's eunuch, the custodian of the women, advised, and Esther obtained favor in the sight of all who saw her. May 2018, be a year you obtained favor. What secret her favor was her attitude of obedience. She didn't carry into 2018 anything but what she was instructed to carry. I've come to tell you 2018, leave the heavy burden behind. Carry only the word of God. Carry only the oil of God. Carry only your perfume in 2018. Hallelujah. So Esther was taken to the king, Ahasuerus, into his royal palace in the 10th month, which is the month of Tebet, in the 7th year of his reign. The king loved Esther. The king will love you. 2018. God will love you in 2018. Hallelujah. And she obtained grace and favor. Grace means undeserved, unmerited favor. May in 2018, may God bless you with what you want, with more than what you deserve. Hallelujah. May He give it up to you more than what you deserve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he set a royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Hallelujah. In 2018, you are a royal priesthood, a peculiar people, a generation that belongs unto God. Father, we thank you for your word today. In the name of Jesus, bless your people. We thank you for the crown of royalty. You have clothed us with the garment of worship. You have clothed us with royal garments. We worship you. We magnify your name. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As the worship team just sings this song, I just want you to, for a moment, I just want you to purpose in your life. You are the greatest prophet of your life. I just want you to determine in your heart 
or to come into a place of covenant with God as to where you are going to be different this year. What are you going to do that's different? What are you going to do for God in 2018? 